With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Are you ready? Are you ready, Bloom? I'm ready. Welcome to tonight's podcast. It is presented by our friends. Right to the point. <laughs> it is presented by our friends at MacDyne, the MacDyne Corporation. Check them out at MacDyne.com. As always, they're enabling discovery. A connection, or a collection, that is, of technology companies that remove obstacles to insight and understanding. And most importantly, they're a great company to work for. Go to MacDyne.com. Check out the careers page. You can check out the job listings based out of Marshalltown. They love Iowa Staters. A couple Iowa Staters are the guys who invented MacDyne. Engineering guys, right, Bloom? Yeah, and an MBA grad. Yeah, there you go. MBA grad. Engineering and MBA. I mean, Chris Clover did it all. He did do it all. He's the self-proclaimed Van Wilder of Iowa State. See that bottle of Old Forester up there on my mantle? I see it. I bought that. that. That's a really expensive bottle of whiskey. I bought that specifically to share with Chris Clover because it's his favorite kind of whiskey right there. Well, invite him over. Well, we're, 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 we're trying to figure it out. We're both kind of busy guys. Check out MacDyne.com. And uh, if you ever see anybody who works for MacDyne, tell them thank you for sponsoring the Williams and Bloom Sunday Night Podcast. Tonight we got a fun show. We are going to list our over-unders for the Iowa State football season. Bloom, I have gone through and tabbed the Williams way too early point spread for every game in the 2021 football season. How much did you enjoy that? Oh, gosh. It was great. We're going to go through all that. It's only six months away. Only six months away. And we I don't think that there's like a threat of not having a season this year, so our anxiety can kind of calm down. With all that, here's English. Does he have a trumpet guy? Uh, it, so- it sounds like a trumpet. It's a damn good sound right there. Shout out to main man Chris English for producing the uh, intro for us here. That's good because now we don't have to just steal the Degeneration X theme song. <laughs> we have not been sued yet. <laughs> Keyword yet. There's still time. Uh, yeah, we'll continue as we told you, I don't know, like a month ago when we started, we'll, we'll fill you in when English can get back out there and start playing around the Des Moines area. We'll let you guys know when and where, uh, they are performing at. We, uh, made a, actually I made an executive decision here. Bloom, sorry. I didn't get much of your input. I just don't want to talk about basketball much today. I did have one stat. Okay, you give the stats. We're not going to ignore it. It's still going on. Last week of the season coming up. But I just don't think a lot of people want to hear us talk about it for an hour. Nope, I agree. But this stat was like, oh, that tells a lot. Um, Tough loss on Saturday. Tough loss both games this week. 
Yes. You know, you're competitive in both and come yeah. up on the short end of both. Had a 17-point lead in Waco. But they yeah, caught Baylor at a good time. and Certainly. Um, and they played really well, hit a bunch of threes. I mean, they're still playing for Steve. They're just not winning games. There's no question. But, I mean, it just goes to the point now. So, in the last 13 games Iowa State has played in that have been decided by five points or less. Dating Iowa, back to when? Dating back to the Ohio State game. Oh, the NCAA tournament. In the NCAA tournament. Okay. Iowa State is 0-13 in those games. They just haven't been able to win the games at the end. I mean, that's in the Steve said this week they have they're like like the football team and that they have to win in the margins and they simply have not. And that's how you're zero and thirteen in games decided by five points or less. And thus, a large reason, not the only reason, why you're you're in this situation right now. The last win by five points or less was the K State game in the tournament in the Big Twelve tournament when Shayok hit a Shayok couple went nuts. Crazy shots. So yeah, it's just tough to. It's just tough when that's the. the and a lot of it's just some of it's luck, and some of it's just you. You can't. You can't shut the door at the end. Two and eighteen overall. Zero oh and fifteen in the Big Twelve. Um, this is the week ahead. Got Texas on Tuesday, six o'clock tip. Um, then you're at Texas Tech on Thursday. And you are at Kansas State on Saturday. The million-dollar question, will Iowa State win a game? You don't want to be 0-18. No. I would say of those three, the K-State game would be the most probable, but then they've they've now won a couple games at home. So I'm going to say, yes, they will win a game. I don't know what one. I think Texas is winnable. Yeah, I actually think Texas is almost just as winnable as Kansas State at this point. The way Kansas State's kind of getting better. Yeah, Texas is still really good. Yeah, they are, but matchup-wise, like sure. I think it may be... Yeah, they don't have a dominant big. No. They're solid. I, I thought that... Man, I, hope sa- those, I thought Saturday would be the I did day. too, and they... Especially when I saw they were favored. It doesn't help when it just... the Maybe the most egregious officiating call I've seen all year. Yeah, I saw you're upset. Just, and again, I, who knows if that ultimately changes the result, but the guy was literally out of bounds and had two feet on the ground with possession of the ball, and they didn't rule it out of bounds. The late leads to a three. That would have been an important possession. Like, that's just kicking, kicking dirt on you when you're down. Call that. Right in front of him. Yeah, it's hard enough for Iowa State to win yeah. right now as it is. And the, on top of it, it makes it tough for guys like you who are constantly trying to defend officials. And then, <laughs> right, stuff like that. And happens. then calls like that happen. Right in front of him. Yeah, people can always like point that back exactly. at you. Exactly. It's like, I, I've, there's no excuse What for about that? that one play against yeah. TCU? Bro? You're right. What about that one? Guy boned it. Just completely boned it. He boned it? Yeah. That's a it what you now. guys are saying? Yeah. Boneheaded, boned it. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, the good news um, is that I'm, I don't have to be on that cleanse anymore. Back on. Uh, Cheers to our Cody Rhodes. Sipping on here. And we're going to talk some over-unders. It's going to be a good podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get to that, I did have a, just a, we, first of all, we talked about the ESPN NFL thing. Yes. Last week, that came to a conclusion this week. Um, that They did get it re-signed. Um, boy, the, the NFL 
dropped a lot compared to what they were asking. They got about a third of what they Is wanted as far up? as an increase. Yeah, we don't need to get into that. I, I thought this one quote here, and then we'll get into the Iowa State football conversation. They did sign up with Amazon, though, for Thursday nights. I did see that, yeah. Which is interesting. And Amazon is going to hire out, not hire out, they're going to produce it themselves with their own talent. I didn't see that part. Yeah. They're they're making a run, man. So that, so that would lead they're, you to think that yeah. they're getting invested in their own little sphere of this thing. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, Jack... Swarbrick, the athletics director at Notre Dame. Uh, this is on the um, NIL legislation. Name, image, likeness. Yes. He says this um, to Paul Feinbaum this week. We're in one hell of a mess right now. Sadly, we're in a position where 31 states have now adopted something or have something in the hopper. We have six congressional bills that have been introduced we have the NCAA's proposal, and we have the Supreme Court weighing in. It's going to fold exactly as we hoped it wouldn't. But in the end of all of this, we'll get to some sort of resolution, hmm. is what he tells uh, Paul Feinbaum. And I, I just thought it was interesting because I, a part the the part about like this is going to end up exactly how we didn't want it to. It's so messy. Like it, I mean, if. It's going to happen I mean, soon, too. Well, I know. And, like, like student-athletes in one state are going to be operating by, operating by one set of rules or compared to another, potentially, unless the NCAA can get something passed. But then, like, I just... Inevitably, don't they have to unionize? I have no idea how this all... Operates. You know what I mean? Like, because if the NCAA's... I, this is not... You tell me if this is wrong, but it, it's kind of like marijuana laws... In the United States, like if I go to Colorado, I can sit there and smoke weed. But if I get drug tested in Iowa and it's illegal here, like with my yeah company, like I could still get in trouble. So like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, is the Pac-12, like some schools in the Pac-12 is going to be under one set of rules like, and then well, Utah is the, on another? Well, the Big Ten refused to play the Pac-12 then. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I just, but, but then... Bloom, if the NCAA is like, okay, we're going like, so let's say the NCAA is like federal legislation and they say, okay, you guys can smoke marijuana everywhere now, but, um, the players like didn't have any sort of like saying it, which not being marijuana anymore, but being the NCAA's legislation, like, don't they have to have a seat at the table if they're green? Like, is it going to be. Like a group of people, it, it yeah, sounds a lot like a okay. union to me. And if that's the case, will the field hockey team be under the same union as the football know. team? Like, how is this all going to play out? It's, I'm I'm vastly confused here. Nobody knows. Pour even me the some people more that are, even the people that are paid to know the compliance people are like, we don't really know how this is going to end up. Okay, you've known me a long time. Am I overthinking this? No, it's why it's it's completely in the dark, and I, we understand the reasons why. Athlete empowerment, for the most part, is a good thing. But when you have different rules different by different states that expand different conferences, I think the NCAA, the reason why it's delaying this so much is they, they're trying to get a grasp of how this impacts everything, and they don't know what to do right now. Uh, but their hand is going to be forced, and it's going to get 
messy is the right word. I, I'm just not sure. You know, if if you if you're a if you're someone in California, and they're allowing up to, you know, twenty five thousand dollars in sponsorship deals, where in Iowa it's only ten thousand dollars. So then that would that impact recruiting? Well, yeah. I mean, and then this is just a hypothetical. I don't know if those laws will exist. It just becomes very difficult to legislate, and they're gonna have to figure it out. But you know, I I keep coming back to it where I think it was. Um, Jim Delaney, the old Big Ten commissioner, when all this stuff was starting to happen like eight, nine years ago, he said, you know, if it comes to this point, the Division Three model looks pretty good to us. Whereas, you know, it's obviously these schools are making money and the student athletes should be able to make money on their own. I totally agree with that. But when, it, when, when people are on uneven playing fields and it's a competitive disadvantage, you're going to hurt a lot of feelings and this thing could just splinter somewhere. I don't know where that is. Yeah. But we're, we complained that Texas had the Longhorn Network, and that was a recruiting advantage. What's going to happen when there's legitimately tens of thousands of dollars per player indifference? Okay, I remember that deal. That's why Texas A&M left. Yeah, because they were they were upset th- that, that the Texas, Texas would have high school football games on the Longhorn, Network. On the Longhorn Network. That's completely true. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of, a lot of wrangling, and I I just I don't know how it can be an even playing field. I really don't, and I don't know, you know the the logic says well those schools with the most resources will be an advantage. I'm not sure, because in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, sure there's great boosters, but it's still a relatively small town city. Like you don't where, where I think Austin, but- Texas would have a substantial advantage because it's huge. And you have this many more potential sponsors. Big to, tech down there. To give somebody yeah. a $20,000 sponsorship. Or names like who? I don't know. I mean, perhaps one of the car dealerships would sign up Brock Purdy or or Brees Hall. But you, you, you're you you're limited for people who have that just extra income around to, to pay these guys a sponsorship. But in Austin, Texas? Yeah. In, at, in Fort Worth? I mean... Even in even be, in the Big Twelve, it'll be a be situation. Two to see like which schools. I mean, if you're smart, wouldn't you have like a guy, your like an agent, kind of at the school trying you to get these to. guys deals? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, wh- is that Learfield? Is I don't that, know. Like, how does that? Do they get a cut of it? Like, and these these players will be able to hire agents, but did the, the did the schools and steer them to certain agents that could then lead them to the school? I mean, it it gets really. <laughs> really messy, really fast. And so, but back to our, an early, earlier conversation, I honestly think, because this is going to happen, it's going to happen within the next 12 to 24 months. If you start thinking about what's next for a basketball program, whether the current staff or whatever the next staff might be, somebody who can handle this stuff is point number one. Yeah. Like, I want somebody who is forward-thinking, mm-hmm. is a relationship person. I don't necessarily want... A somebody in their late 60s who doesn't want to deal with this stuff because if you start talking about roster management and trying to corral all these things, I want somebody who can who can figure this out and build this way rather than somebody who can draw me an out of bounds play. I want the out of bounds play too. Yeah, you have an assistant for that. I if name, image, and likeness is going to be as big of a transformational deal as I think it is going to be. You need somebody who can navigate those waters. Bigger in basketball than football, too. Agreed. 
Yeah. Agreed. Because you're dealing with a more of a limited pool of players. Yeah, and there's just way more hands out yep. in so, the sport of basketball. I'm just it's go everything we know is going to be different. Um I don't know if it's for better or worse. It's going to be different though. Uh real quick, I want to thank everybody for participating this fall in our choose kindness campaign. I got to do something uh, really neat. I got to take a check over to the Children's Cancer Connection for just over $3,000 on Friday. Awesome. It was really neat. Uh, Kudos to you, my friend. Oh, thank you. And I know you, you guys have one up. And thanks to everybody who participated in that. Uh, we got to go. That You know, you talk to the nonprofit sector and that you, you talk about a sector that's really been battered by the pandemic. And... And they have. So those checks, everything helps. And uh, that's a really important charity to me just from, I have a lot of, not a lot of friends, but some close friends who have really been impacted by what they do at Children's Cancer Connection. So thank you all for that. I also wanted to, Bloom, um, I I just wanted to explain it real quick because I'm starting to see more and more signups for our premium service, which is great. Um, I want to just explain the difference between the premium and the Patreon real quick. Okay. And really the, all it is, is if what I've learned is there's, to be honest, like the majority of our users are not message board people. They're what we call lurkers. Maybe they'll look at the message board, but they just read the content they don't and they post. leave. Right. Yeah. Um, so what I did was I created the premium message board for the forum folks it's your own little spot, ad-free. Um, and then there's the Patreon where the updates, the premium updates are going straight to your email. The reason I did that is, well, for a couple of reasons. One, ma- mainly because there's a lot of people out there who just read this. They don't want to go on the forums. Sure. <laughs> so I, I just, I've had some for people. good reason. Yeah. I've had some people who are confused and they're like, well, what's, what's the difference? And well, what uh, should so, I get? Yeah. yeah. That, that's the reason. The uh, content's essentially the, the same. The content's you. the same. Yeah. Um, the only difference is the people on Patreon don't get the banter back and forth on the premium message board. And they are a part of, if you're in the certain tier to get the zoom town halls, which are once a month. But I, I just want to, I do think we're going to, continue here over the next couple weeks to probably add to these, which is great. If you want to help Cyclone Fanatic, a premium membership, either way, is the number one thing you can do to help us. We're trying to get away from having to sell ads all the time because it makes everybody's life better, including mine. <laughs> uh, but I, I just wanted to drop that for everybody today. Um, makes sense. Also want to thank our friends at Gravitate Coworking. Check them out at gravitatecoworking.com. I actually got a... Uh, Jeff Wood, the owner, sent me a map with some available offices for me downtown. What do you think about that? Would you come and visit me? 100%. I'd have a cup of coffee in that awesome yeah. space. Come on over. There's a there's a sweet office overlooking Locust that I might splurge on. I think I think you, you got to do it. Think so? I think I think you would be a happier person. <laughs> to get out of this dungeon. We're just get out of the ha- I mean it's going to be spring downtown Des Moines. Once everything yeah, gets wrapped be, back up, be, uh, it's gonna be great. Bumping it's and grinding, outstanding. And Jeff, Jeff's got a heck of a product there. Go check them out downtown. Check them out um, Midtown, and then they opened their new one in Jefferson and just bought space in Cedar Falls. So Gravitate Coworking is soon to be statewide. GravitateCoworking.com. and finally our friends at Franklin Barbershop. 
franklinbarbershop.com or you can just go right there, schedule your haircut, beard trim. I went and saw main man Hogan this last week. I saw Ryan. Not the same time. You saw Ryan? Yep. Good people. uh, Great supporters of what we do. Local, local, local. You don't go to support clips or anything like that when you can support good local people at Franklin Barbershop, franklinbarbershop.com, 2701 Beaver Avenue. It's the same price. Yeah. Better cut. Better cut. Okay. I went through and did my projections. To be honest, I didn't spend a ton of time on this. No, it's it's still because I, I haven't done March the proper research on you know yeah transfers, newcomers, all that. But right. I I have a pretty good read on the Big Twelve Conference. I believe um, I have point spreads for every Iowa State game in 2021 that I have come up with. Before we do these that. aren't out yet, right? No, there, no, there's none. This, the only, these are yours. Yeah, the only thing that's out is the um, odds to win the national championship. Got it. Where Iowa State is at 40 to 1, which is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13th. I, I, actually, Iowa State, there's, there, there's Florida. There's at 40 to yeah, 1. Yeah, Florida, right? Notre Dame, Miami, Penn State, Iowa State are all 40 to 1. Penn State, get out of here with that. Whatever. For just for comparison's sake, what do you say on Twitter? For reference. Yeah, for reference, Iowa is one hundred to one. Fair enough. So that's that's the only thing we have to go off of here. Cause I do I'm I'm working on a premium mailbag for our premium subscribers and one of the guys asked me my over under yeah. projection for the two thousand twenty one season and I Said, okay, I'm going to go and handicap every game, and then we'll come up with that. So let's start it off. And I want to see – I have my numbers on paper, and me, I want you to give me your numbers off the cuff. Let me uh, say this. So over-unders aren't always – they don't always add up with what games you're going to be favored in and what games you won't be favored in. Correct. Because chances are if you're, you're going to you're you're lose, lose one, yeah. you're not supposed You'll to. You'll pull off an upset here. You may win one, you're not supposed to. Generally – it's, it's not. Yeah, it's not just equal. Now Alabama's over under will be eleven or eleven and a half because we we anticipate them going undefeated. Same with Clemson, um, those things. So I think when you go through these these point spreads, I think it'll be you know the over under will actually probably be a game or two below Correct. that. In my just thinking out loud here, is that fair? You nailed it. Um, I looked it up. In 2019, which is the last time we had a full season of over-unders, there were 12 teams that were nine and a half wins or more in the preseason. So that just kind of puts a barometer of, of where that nine and a half number, there were an additional six at nine. So let's I just start, start there. Okay. Well, I think we can go game by game, and then we, we I just, get into it. I think it'll be interesting to see where you add these numbers at yeah. compared to me. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe we can um, we'll meet in the middle and we'll come up with our final love it. final number for each game. I love it. All right, Iowa State versus Northern Iowa in the season opener. Uh, right off the top, Boom, name the spread. Iowa State favored by twenty and a half. Seventeen is what I had. Okay. Um, hold on, we're going to do some sound effects here. <laughs> First class operations. We're going to do it in the CF basement. We're going to do. Uh, never mind. 
Just forget about it. I was going to go ding if you're we're, within like. We're close. Yeah. Yep. So we'll say uh, minus 19. Yep. 18. That's 18, what we're going to go to. Yep. Yeah. Um, you, you and I will be solid on defense. Shouldn't be a threat. Should not. Um, Iowa State versus Iowa. Huge game. We know this. Huge game. One of three most important games in Iowa State's schedule. I would agree. Iowa State is a four and a half point favorite. I had them at three. So it looks like I've been a little more conservative here. We're going to go minus 3.5 for Iowa State. Both teams I, will be in the top 50. I just, the reason I had that lower than you, I read these Vegas power ratings all the time. Sure. The power ratings love Iowa. They just, yeah, love, they were great last year. Yeah, power they, ratings. They love the power ratings. And that, that's what it, I just can't see Iowa. They're going to, that'll be. Anywhere from a pick to four. Yeah. Last time the game was played in Ames, again, both pretty even. Iowa State was a four-and-a-half-point favorite. There you go. Iowa State at UNLV. And then they didn't win. Anyway. I still take it to my I, grave. They win without that lightning delay. Yeah. That deserves its own podcast. <laughs> that Just like that the day. story of, and then the ensuing week that followed. Oh, God. Um, Carson UNLV, King. Yeah, Carson King and the, the band, band game. And uh, what a deal. Simpler times. Um, UNLV is not They're good. awful. They're it's bad. still a road game. 24. 21 and a half. <laughs> so you're about three points higher than I'm me on every... Three points you're just a little more optimistic on... Story of our life. On, on all these than me. All right. We're going to go uh, Iowa State minus uh, 23. Iowa State at Baylor. This is where it starts to get hard. These Big 12 games... These Big 12 games are tough. And I think that... You're going to, I think a lot of people, I think I'm probably in the ballpark on these is if Vegas would have a line now. Yeah. And we're all going to see like, even though like we're very bullish on Iowa state next year, there's a lot of toss ups. Uh, -ups. Oh man. Baylor's still got some question marks. Iowa state still early though. Baylor's going to have, they'll get some guys. Iowa state seven and a half, five. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're just they're they'll be eighth or ninth in in the preseason. Basically. All right, we'll go minus six. Yeah, Iowa now, State versus. Go, go ahead. No, I I think Baylor. I think Aranda has potential. I they're still a year away for me. Yeah, I know, uh, but I still it, I don't know if I'm prepared to make Iowa State a touchdown road favorite. That's there. fair. And and look at the game in Ames last year. Mm-hmm. Truthfully, that's one of those that. I mean, I. Iowa State a five six point favorite. That's a commanding that's, road favorite, that, that but it's really still is. it's enough to make you want to watch it. Yeah, you I, know? I had six and a half, seven and a half. I, I, okay, I think that's fair. What's um, the next one? Iowa State versus Kansas. Oh, name your spread. Less might not be there. I know. It's got some issues, man. Twenty seven and a half. <laughs> okay, now we're I, now. I admit here, I think I was a little low, but jeez, <laughs> they're not going to be good. They're really young last year. They're gonna be. They're not that it's bad. It's Ames. I had it at seventeen. Can we go twenty-one? Yeah, I think twenty-one's fine. Twenty-seven and a half. They were young. You're right. I was. That's a little bit over the top. Jeez. I think twenty-one's fine. All right. Yeah. I. I, I think I probably shot a little low. I mean, Iowa State was favored down there by twenty-seven this year. Yeah, but that was later on. I mean, do you remember early in the year? I mean, I was just my locks on KX and against, I was, Kansas. against Kansas was the lock every week. <laughs> they, uh, uh, 
Yeah, and they had a freshman quarterback. Okay. Still, I would say it's going to be potentially light years better than those guys. Iowa State versus Oklahoma State. Ooh, home game. Home game. Sanders is still there. Uh, they lost, lost, they lost, lost Wallace. They lost, lost the running tackle, back. Lost the first-round tackle. Defense lost a couple key starters. Um, Iowa State, eight. I had it at four. See, it's going to be higher than that. Think so? Yeah. Can we go to six? Yeah. I think you go six. Okay. They're, so they're... It is crazy in that this is why we do this. Like this, by the way, and this is why I hope you guys like the podcast. This is what Bloom and I used to do before we had kids when we would go golfing and we'd yeah, sit in the clubhouse and chug Entertain beers. ourselves. Like, it is fascinating to me that about every spread, you're about I'm just really one, two, three points higher than me. I think Iowa State is going to start to get a lot of respect as this thing goes along. Mm-hmm. Because not only did they win games last year, but they they destroyed average teams. Yeah. And so I think that that starts to take effect here. I think I'm a little higher on Oklahoma State than you. You are. probably are. I I, I I think they lost a lot. I mean I, I think that Ong they Bong are. is gone. I mean they they I lost think, some guys. I think it's Oklahoma, Iowa State, and then I think they're the right there with Texas. I I put them back at 5 or 6. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think TCU's ahead of them. You think uh I, you think um this next game what about what is your Take on West Virginia. I think West Virginia is. I think is, they're sneaking up. I think he's a pretty be, good coach. They are good. This um, is a tough game. This is a this is a total trap game where, on the schedule. Iowa State at West Virginia. Iowa State favored by three and a half. Added it two. Yeah, three three I three. So we'll go yeah. Iowa State minus. They, so they three. they lost one of the Stills brothers. Okay, the one, other one's back. Day's back quarterback. Although he really regressed second part of the year. Letty Brown's back for them. They started to get some guys. I think he's solid. West Virginia won't win the conference, but I think but they're in the But that's a brutal half. place to play when yeah, fans are involved. And Iowa State's been really good there, but or at least was there two years ago. But that's one of those where it's kind of sneaky in the middle of October. Is that when that game is? Late October? So, yeah. yeah. Sneaky game. All right. Um, in, the, in the month of November, Texas comes to Ames. <laughs> So far, we've had Iowa State favored in every game. We keep in Iowa State has been favored in every game. And thus they'll be far. favored in this game too. Um, Texas is. I, I'm a big Sark guy. I think he's going to have them. Not this year. They're not going to be yeah, fully back this year, year. But give them another year. Uh, Iowa State by four and a half. <laughs> Two and a half. So we'll go three. Yep. <laughs> it's crazy. This is seriously crazy. Like we're. <laughs> It's been like clockwork. Well, and you and you you're you're not factoring in the uh, Jack Trice Stadium advantage with a full sixty-one-five. That's true. Um, Iowa State at Norman. Oh. Iowa State at Oklahoma. This is I, Oklahoma's favorite here. This will be interesting this offseason because Oklahoma is going to get all sorts of love, and and with all respect due to the Sooners, they didn't lose a whole lot in the offseason either. No. They're a lot um, like Iowa State. However, which so they're you're going to hear a lot about their offense in the offseason. Uh, it'll be noted, oh, Rattler's back. We've got our running backs back. All we lost was a lineman. In conference play, Iowa State averaged more yards per play than Oklahoma did. Okay. Iowa State returns way more than they do on offense. Yep. But you're not going to hear about Iowa State's offense as much. Just be aware of that. That said, Oklahoma is going to be 
really good. They're at home. This will be Oklahoma by seven and a half. I have eight and a half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, Bloom's a point, point more optimistic. Point, yeah, that's right. All right, so we'll uh, meet in the middle. Go minus eight, eight for Oklahoma. The final game of the season and the regular season, home tilt versus TCU. They're 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 a top four team for me wow. this year. Okay, I'm not there yet. I just, I sold my stock in Patterson. I know, but I I he started could, doing the country music stuff. We he, had, he's not as focused on football. We've had the Duggan conversation. He, he, he does follow me on Twitter now because I was complimenting his music, and he he apparently likes that. There you go. He's taking his eye off the game. Have we done tech? When's the tech game? Do we forget the tech game? In oh there? shoot! I haven't done the. T- I I left that one out. I'm sorry. Should probably get to the tech game. Yeah, I totally left that one out. It's How did forgettable. I do that? Tech is a very forgettable program at the moment. Hey, don't don't step on the toes of my man Matt Wells. <laughs> um, yeah, the I'm sorry that they would have been before the Oklahoma game, after Texas. Gotcha. That's right. Um, I let me off the cuff in Lubbock. In Lubbock. See, Bowman just transferred to Michigan. Uh, no, I didn't. I guess I saw that today. Well, that's a good get for them. I think he's a decent player. He's a decent player. All right, I have my number in mind. Okay, I'm going to go in Lubbock, Iowa State by six and a half. I had Iowa State nine. Okay, there you go. So there you go. We uh, I was more optimistic for one. Okay, um, Gary Patterson comes to town. TCU final game of the season. Now, remember that this is, like, really cold. Cold. Could be conditions. Yeah, I mean, it's... You don't know? Hold on one second. <laughs> oh, here comes a bus coming up from Des Moines. Who is it? Take a step back. Oh, it's Coach Patterson. I Take can hear his guitar from, from the Southeast End Zone. Can you... Play a guitar with a parka. Leave the keys in your truck. Oh, um, man. This I think they're going to be. Oh, oh, just shut your sorry. mouth and right. let Gary Patterson sing. Take a step back. Take a step back. Take a step back. Everybody stop where you're at. Take a step back. Take a step back. Does he have backup singers in this? Oh, yeah. So he. How does this only have. Honestly. How does this song only have 4,500 views on YouTube? About to get a lot more after this podcast. If Matt Campbell... If Matt Campbell launched a country career, do you realize how crazy it would be here? Are the TCU fans just using Spotify or Apple Music? Like, are they not logging onto the YouTube to do it? Actually, it just shows how bad their fan base is. It's a bad fan base. Have you heard this one? This one's called Game On. It's a it's an ode to the Big Twelve. Have you seen the video? I've I've not watched a single Gary Patterson video. The the Game On video. They did play the song in the stadium during the Iowa State game. Which one? Take a step back or Game On? I think it was both at at, at different points in the game. <sighs> well, it's it's good country. It's good wholesome down down home country music. Uh, thanks to Gary Patterson. This one's not one to play, so we want to. Put you through that. Take a step back. Take a step back. Leave the keys to your truck. Hug your children. Kiss your wife. 
depends if if he releases another album. It's adding another point and a half to Iowa State's <laughs> seriously spread. Th- this is like this is what I always say about NASCAR drivers. NASCAR drivers when they're young and single are great. When NASCAR drivers get wives and children, all of a sudden it's like, okay, you're going around turn four at Darlington. Are you going to press it as much? Hell no. You're just not. Seems and like a controversial take in 2021. No, it's not because you you don't have that edge because you have something to go home to, right? Like okay. it's actually a good thing because you realize finally at this point in your life there's more important things. Who won the NASCAR race today? It's like a 22-year-old. William right? Byron, 22. The young guns are all winning this year. Christopher Bell, rookie, won it last week. Another young guy, Michael McDowell, won it in Daytona. Mm. It's not a... You know, like you got guys like Jimmy Johnson retiring early now. You know, it, it, there's something know, to it. Okay. So my point is if Patterson <laughs> is spending all this time writing like badass country songs, and these are good songs. Not worried about that 335. <laughs> mm. All right, so the Horn Frogs are coming to Ames. Um, I think they're going to be a, a solid program this year. Iowa State's still a seven-point favorite. Not exactly the same as me. Seven points. There's a lot of games in that, you know, four to eight. Correct. So we have Iowa State predictably favored in 11 of 12. Okay. Which, well, you might might hear that and go, these guys, you know, drinking the Kool-Aid. However, Iowa State was favored this year in the regular season in 10 of 11 games. Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is a game that they won. Although Texas, wait a second. I let me. I, I might take that back. What was that Texas line? I think it ended up straight up pick them, right? Yeah. It, but I it, think it was straight up pick them. It em. moved all over the place. But, but so, long story short, Iowa State is a very solid program and will be favored in, we assume, the majority, except for the Oklahoma game of these games, which is great. It's a great sign. That doesn't mean that they're over-under. Should be 10 or 11, however. I guess where I have the over-under. I have it written down. You you take yours. I, I'm... Mm, my personal one is 9.5. I think Vegas has it at 9. <laughs> I had it at 8.5, where I would play a Put strong it. over. For me. Yeah, I mean the, it, the juice would be on the way on the over there. You think so? Yeah. The only reason I the only reason I did that is because I had the spread so low in some of those conference games. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, you, you I, start thinking about those swing games. Vegas it, doesn't like to put it on a solid number like nine, but I thought don't. nine and a half would it's be too high. high. I still think that's high. That's why I went to eight and a half. I, I get it. Nine would be if like I'm just picking a number. Nine would be the number. In 2019, Iowa State was eight wins and ended up going in the regular. So this, this, by the way, only factors in the regular season does not factor in the big 12 championship game or a Correct. bowl game. Yeah. Um, and what did Iowa state go in 19? I think they went, they hit right at eight or would they end up uh, 19? S- no, they went seven. seven. Five. Yeah. So they would have gone on that under eight. Yeah. Um, and then last year was so screwed up. I don't even know if there were over unders, but oh, well, there were, we didn't know if games would be But it got all messed yeah. up because once one game and your schedule got yeah. COVID, then it, yeah. So you're looking at, though, like I said, in preseason 19, there were 12 programs with nine and a half or more wins on the total. 
I think Iowa State should be included in the top 12 this year, though. So that's why I, I, I go with that 9.5. But because it's Iowa State and there's still a lack of atten- lack of respect in well, a lot of circles, yeah. I think you go back down to 9. But do you think that they would that, – that's why I dropped it to 8.5. Yeah. I, had, I had the same – I thought 9.5 was too high. But you're still the people. People are smart enough to go through these things and go. You know what? Yeah. Favored here. Favored here. I mean, if it came out at eight and a half, I would tell you guys to pound Iowa State. The, the what also works against Iowa State here is that they're not three automatic non-conference wins. Correct. I mean, the Iowa game is it's a, more or less a toss. It, it is. Iowa State will be favored, but you. That's different than some of these other programs who you just you chalk up the three right off the bat. Do you hate playing Northern Iowa? I don't enjoy the experience. I think this uh, year will be a little bit worst. more enjoyable. Jeez, I hope so. They, uh, well, they're playing right now. This is the uh, ode to the Big Twelve. Right now, it's showing all the like stadiums in the Big Twelve. Hey, are you ready for some crazy rock steady? It's on. Game, Game on. Does Gary use uh, expletives in his, his songs? No. This does tell me if I'm a TCU fan, though, he's not going anywhere. I mean, what other program would just let him create a music video? Like, yeah, Coach, go ahead and take a month off to work on your album. Did they make coordinator changes, or is that Baylor? Baylor, Baylor did. Baylor, did. Baylor hired the BYU offensive coordinator. Yeah. And then they're, nice they're on BYU's schedule, I want to say. I, I, think B, I think BYU goes to Waco. It's, it'll be one of the that's, more... That's a fun non-conference game. It'll be one of the better non-con games in the entire Big 12. I'm telling you, I think, I think we're trending to uh, 61,500. Get those Cyclone season tickets locked in. I, I wrote a piece in the Sports Business Journal over the weekend about athletic directors being bullish. Yeah. Well, you should be. I mean, the way I look at it, I mean, unless we continue to botch this vaccine thing, which it seems like things are going much better. Like anybody... Most vaccinations in a day yesterday. Saw that stat. So, like, anybody who's at risk should have one by September. Not even close. Yeah, they should have it by... So, I don't know why we can't have full stadiums, if that's the case. I'm for it. We better... Because then we're at the point, like, you know, like the reality, like... You're assessing a personal situation. Correct. I didn't wear a mask. If, I mean, yeah. I, I think people will be wearing masks if they want to. My wife and I were talking about this Why not? last week. You know, the whole, like, stats about the flu being, like, mm-hmm. non-existent this year. Well, there's a reason, dummy. Like, it's not a conspiracy theory. It's because we're all wearing these masks. <laughs> and I, I do, th- like, she made the point... Like, in, apparently in, like, Japan, they like, if you get sick, you wear a mask all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't think America will be like that, but I do think a section of, like, if I'm a cancer patient and I'm going to go to the grocery store in the middle of January, I'll probably wear a mask. Like, not everybody. Yep. I think it, it, it'll be an interesting um, what the stigma is in the fall with that stuff. I mean, but, man, but if that makes you feel comfortable to go, then do it. But man, so we're saying fun little exercise. We Iowa were State, very consistent the entire way. You were just, just a little more optimistic. Think about than this me. though: Iowa State's going to be favored in eleven of the twelve games this year. What a world! And it's not. It's not out of line. Game on.
<laughs> uh, women's basketball this week. They will host Kansas. Bloom will be on the call on ESPN+. That's Plus. Right. I will. 6.30. Great game. Last week by the ladies against West Virginia. I had a meeting that night, and I came out of it, and I checked the score, and I was like, holy crap. Very efficient. Was that... I mean, 85-68 over West Virginia. Was that there, other than the Baylor game, was that the best game of the season? I So that'd be in the top three along with the win over Oklahoma State okay. at, in yeah. Hilton without Kristen Scott. Yeah. And Oklahoma State is very good. They should beat Kansas. Um, should beat Kansas. Kansas gave them a tough game on February 17th in Lawrence. Uh, the, the ladies would be favored in that if there was such thing. Yep. And then you're off to the Big 12 tournament. Where you're you looking at... You can get at, tickets, by the way. You can get tickets to both. I think the men are selling tickets. Some tickets. Yeah. Not a lot of tickets, but... I'd like to go down. If they win a game, if the women win their first, I I would consider taking off work and going down and watching... It's just not quite them. the same, but... I just love the women's I, team, I man. Think, and like, I think I'm that's such a, a... I'm such a fan. It's a fun... Uh, I don't know if... It, is Powerlight open? Uh... I think Power and Light's open. Just no they're pep just, rallies? They're just not doing... Stuff? Yeah. Okay. Like, should, should I... I might just go down for a day. Maybe we can do it together. Yeah. Use Marriott points. Do you... Um, just real quick. Um, do you have plans for the NCAA tournament? Are you going to be I off? I don't. I'd, so, this is what a... You, what are you going to do? So you, We could just get together and, like, stream all day. The... <laughs> I keep seeing your uh, your nutsack commercial on on TV. That grow up, Brent. It's a vasectomy, vasectomy. commercial, not a nutsack <laughs> and commercial. It reminds me for those scheduling such procedures. Yeah, with the Iowa Clinic, of course. Of course, there's no other place to go. The first round of the men's tournament doesn't start till Friday. Normally, it's the Thursday Friday. Why is it uh, Friday? They changed it. I don't Why? know what I don't because they're trying to get a little more separation so teams can get to the site and maybe so it's Friday Saturday a little bit more year? so it's Friday Saturday is the opening round and then Sunday Monday is the uh, so round we're gonna of have 32. games all day on Monday uh yeah or they're gonna jam them in starting at like four they have not released any type of like times yet for these things Man. but but so that third so don't start taking off that Thursday. Because there's nothing. Well, I'm glad you told me that. There's I nothing didn't happen at Thursday. I didn't know that. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday is the uh, big f- first four, Man. and then they won't start the the Sweet Sixteen games until the next Saturday. Okay. So so, so when do the women start? Then? I don't know that. I don't even know. So like, are they going to do like a Tuesday Wednesday not, thing or? Mm, I don't know. I I don't even know if they figure that out because they usually start what on Sunday. They usually start on Sunday, right? For the first games. Yep, I would guess it's on a similar timeline because they're going to be in San Antonio while the the men are in the Indiana area. Hold on, I've got it right here. Bloop, 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 bloop. First round is March 21 and 22. So they'll start on Sunday. So the women are on the normal schedule. Well, Sunday. No, they're a day later. So they're Sunday, Monday, where they used to be Saturday, Saturday Sunday. Sunday. Okay. Appreciate your time as always, Bloom. Game on. <laughs> you know what we should have done? We should have, like, I, I appreciate English because 
he's much more talented than Gary Patterson. But like, how great would that have been if Coach Patterson would have given us permission to use "Game On" for the podcast? We need a Patterson English mashup. I guarantee. So again, he follows me on Twitter now because I'm a complimentary of his country music. I bet you if I DM Coach Patterson, he'd come on to talk about his country music career. Well, that needs to happen. That'd be amazing. We could get him and Tom Herman on the same podcast. (laughs) Have a great week, everybody. We appreciate y'all listening. Take care. Stay safe. Go clones. Just the sins that were dead on the vine